0: another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? a life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts.
1: And each week we cover a new topic and drink a new bottle of of wine. wine. And this week we are talking investing. Investing 101.
0: 101. Yeah.
1: Sounds scary.
0: Sounds scary, but we're going to break it down for you guys.
1: Not that scary. We're going to go into common misconceptions. Mm -hmm. If you are a candidate to start investing. Yes. And if you are, how do you invest in the easiest and smartest way? Keyword there, Corinne. Easiest. Easiest. The easiest. We
0: have easiest. We were, very confused
1: by,
0: <laughs> we were very confused by investing. And we figured it out. So we are going to get into it. But not before we do that, let's invest in this wine. Invest. Let's
1: yeah. What are we drinking? Drink? So we are drinking. I've actually never heard of this company. <laughs> this is a new one for me. Be Human. Be Human. From Washington. And it is a 2018 Merlot. Hmm. Do you like a Merlot? Do you? I, you know what? I was just going to say that recently I've discovered I don't love Merlots. Hmm. But my mind might change. I don't know. Because you don't like dark bodied.
0: I mean, not, uh, what is it? Heavy bodied? Yeah. Heavy or
1: <laughs> full bodied. Full bo- I said <laughs> dark bodied. Thick bodied. <laughs> you don't like he- heavy. Full Full bodied. bodied. Full-bodied,
0: yes, <laughs> yes, full-bodied reds. Which we did do an episode on wine. I don't yeah. know why that was uh, so hard. But cheers, Emily. Maybe we'll cheers. maybe we'll like this merlot. Merlo Who knows? Merlo this be bee human.
1: We don't know yet. Mm. Whoa, whoa! just take a sip. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We'll and circle back. We're gonna circle back on that at the,
0: on the end at the end of the episode. Um, but now I know you've been dying to tell our listeners about your back. Oh, do you want to talk about the Princess Day anything? Or do you want to talk about your backpack?
1: Oh, I have so many things I want to talk about. Okay. I want to talk about the fact that I just got a new phone and I have learned recently. And you might have remembered from our time management episode that I'm technologically inept. Yep. definitely. And so I had to... Corinne and I had a meeting yesterday... I was like, have you ever used the cloud? And she just stared at me like, are you kidding me? I had never used it. She also said it like she was 85 years old. Like, I
0: am. So have you ever used this cloud thing? <laughs> I'm like, the cloud's been around for like five, six, seven, eight, nine years. I
1: know. So, so I'm really coming to terms with the fact that I. You really are not I'm tech behind. savvy. You're so behind. Years, years. years. And speaking of being (laughs) years behind, something that I just wanted to share with our listeners. Yeah. And then I told Corinne, I have this thing about Princess Diana that I just want to share because I was watching her. She has a documentary called Diana in Her Own Words, Mm -hmm. which is like.
0: I saw that on Netflix or
1: something. Yeah, I saw Netflix. Actually, they might have taken it off like today. Okay. But they, it's like all the tapes that, you know how she like secretly recorded Mm -hmm. all those tapes? So it's like playing them and it's like her whole story and, you know, it just reignites your absolute love for her and yeah. how much you just like disdain like the, the whole like the monarchy the, and like the paparazzi and yeah. like ugh. but anyways the guy was like when did you like d- discover that you were no longer going to be the victim in this that you were going to be like the champion do you want to know what she said what she said when she got a hair she's like I got my hair cut a certain way. Basically, she was saying she got her hair cut and she was a brand new bitch. Wow. I know. Brand new, new bitch. bitch. She, yeah. And I was like, I love I, that but, for her. But that Diana cut was very popular. My mom had that haircut. My And then my mom always says she wasn't intentionally copying her style. I'm like, yeah, right. I look at every picture of my mom in like 1997 <laughs> and I'm like, you literally are wearing this exact outfit with the exact haircut and the exact sunglasses hmm questionable (laughs) but yeah I was like I love that so listeners um if you're feeling like you're in a funk get get a haircut get a new haircut yeah pull a Diana
0: I love it yeah you know what was really cool that happened to me two days ago what and probably the best thing that's happened to me two days ago (gasps) was I kind of gave you a little bit of of this but I wanted yeah. to share it on the podcast yes. too so it was Joe's turn to do a date night and oh, okay, you know no. it's quarantine didn't hear
1: about this i thought you were going to talk about the frame guy oh god <laughs> i love the
0: frame guy no i will tell that story but um it was joe's turn to do a date night two nights ago and i had no idea what he was planning he's like it's you know it's quarantine can't go we can't it's covid yeah. we can't go yeah. and this man has remember when i said he couldn't cook and i redeemed himself he did a french themed date night. So I walk in. There's French music playing and candles. He's making homemade ratatouille. Joe. Joe makes every man look bad. Truly. Homemade. I ate the ratatouille and literally had that moment in the movie Ratatouille when, when he... The camera pushes pushes out and it's all these colors and he's eating it. And I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever had. I eat it for three days straight. He got me gluten-free focaccia, gluten-free baguette, gluten-free
1: croissant. Let me just put a pin in this for the listeners. <laughs> if you're not a – if you are gluten intolerant – You don't know, but it's like to not eat a – If somebody just like gifts you something, it's like you almost want to cry because you're like, thank you so much. There's so many
0: things I can't – I can't eat focaccia. I, I can't eat a baguette. It's so exciting! It was the most magical night, and Joe, you can cook. And I am sorry, everything I've said, you really went above and beyond, and I feel like it needed to be acknowledged on the podcast. And that he got uh,
1: what an angel. It was
0: like it was a whole, It was like we were in France, but we were in wow. LA. You
1: West were just in <laughs> Your apartment.
0: <laughs> okay, but now that we've we've talked about <sighs> Diana and Joe and all these magical things, um, let's get into investing 101,
1: the topic. And we
0: chose this because we did an episode on savings accounts, which is episode 14 if you want to go back. So naturally we feel like it's time to now do
1: an investing, investing. 101 episode. Yes, breaking it down. Because we were very uh, intimidated very. by investing. And when we finally figured it out, we realized it's not actually that Hard, it's not hard and it's not that intimidating or scary and really it is one of the best things that you can do once you start looking into it you're like oh i should have been doing this still. i know i wish i'd started when i was 18 Eighteen, but anyways but it's never too late it's never too late and ramit Seti, he is uh the author of the book um, i will make you rich uh i will teach you to be rich oh, okay. i will teach you yeah i'll teach you great book love it He says, investing is the single most effective way to get rich, and by opening an investment account, you give yourself access to the biggest money-making vehicle in the history of the world, which is the stock market. Wow. But don't be afraid yet. I know you say the stock market, and you're like, (gasps) what do I do?
0: Again, we're not experts. We we look this up. We've researched this. We're coming from the same place
1: as you. Yes. So why do we love investing? for one much higher returns yes than anything else As- Actually, like a nine percent on average yes. return on investment.
0: Yeah, and back in episode seven, we talked about why we loved investing, and it's a great way to save for a house, a car down payment. You know, especially things that are like long term future, five plus years. Things like retirement, paying for your child's education, a child's wedding, holiday home, etc. These long term goals that you have, especially especially retirement, investing is a great way to
1: save for that. Yeah. And in episode 14, we say, you know, we were like, it's easier to beat inflation over time because you're getting that higher return on your cash. But you're also more than likely to beat inflation rates and actually increase your purchasing power long term. But to get all those benefits, you have to leave your cash in there for the long haul. Yes. This is not something where you're going to put something in and then Pull it out a month later and be like, woo, I got rich. It must age like fine wine. Yes. And the best part of the aging process, Natalie, and you know I've talked about this. Oh, this this is her, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is my future tattoo. Yeah. If she ever gets a tattoo, you know what's about to say compound Compound interest. interest. (laughs) Okay. Compound interest.
0: Is your best friend with investing is why we love it so much. And basically, in very simple, simple terms, compound interest is when the interest that you've made on your investment, mm-hmm. you get interest on that um, interest, the interest the next month. So you're just getting more money yeah. on the money that you are. Building, yeah, it's insane. And here's an example from a book that we love and we reference a lot, Broke Millennial. Um, so for example, this is how to kind of break down compound interest for you so you guys can get excited about investing. (laughs) If you invest a hundred dollars and get an eight percent return after year one, right, you're gonna have a hundred and eight dollars. Let's say you decide not to invest anything else and to just leave the hundred and eight dollars alone in year two. You would be earning interest not only on your initial $100 investment, but on the additional $8. So if you get another 8% return, you earned $8.64, and you now have $116. So it just keeps
1: doubling and, and doubling done and building. And all you've done, you just put in that initial cash money, yes. honey. Yes. So in that same book, and the author, by the way, is Erin Lowry Lowry. Lowry, L-O-W-R-Y. Corinne will put it in the show notes. Yes, I will. She loves those show (laughs) notes. So she says, if you put $3,000 into the S&P 500 at age 25 with the way that the compound interest works, if she didn't put another dime into that account ever again by the age of 60, let's say she wants to retire at 60, that $3,000... Will have turned into forty-four thousand dollars, three hundred and fifty-six and sixty cents. Wow. 33 forty-four thousand three hundred and fifty-six and sixty cents. <laughs> yes.
0: Insane. That's crazy. If she does nothing and From twenty-five if, to sixty. Yeah. Just left it there. If she would have forty-four thousand dollars. That's what I'm saying. If you just put a little bit in that compound interest is working for you, and why I'm so excited yes. about investing.
1: Yes, we are truly passionate. We really do love investing. So let's go into some common misconceptions about investing, shall we?
0: Yes. I feel like a lot of people are scared about investing or have all these myths about it. And I feel like we should be debunking them right now, Natalie. Yes.
1: And I think the other reason people are scared about it is because nobody ever teaches you this shit. hmm You don't ever right. get into... I went to college for four whole years. Same. Guess, who? Guess how many people told me about investing in compound interest? Exactly zero. Exactly zero whole people. <laughs> so here's the first thing that, and this was what turned me off. Me too. Was thinking that you have to know what stocks to pick. Ugh. Because in reality, you actually, you really don't need to know what stocks to pick at all. We both, I don't know jack shit. I
0: don't know anything about. I don't follow the stock stocks. market.
1: Never have. I, I don't. know. If people are like, oh, it's up today, it's down today, I'm like, okay. Coca-Cola's up, whatever, whatever. I'm like, who cares? Cool. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um, so basically what it's all about is finding the right funds, which are a curated selection of stocks, and you find the right one for you. You put your money in that. Bada bang, bada boom.
0: Leave it alone. Let it it grow. Yeah, you don't need to know all these individual stocks and follow it, and like go on MSNBC and what's going like what's going down. Well, the other
1: thing that I was always confused about was like I truly don't have that much free time, so I'm like, what am I supposed to? I'm supposed to like follow this and then (laughs) pull pull the money out when it's high or low? Like I don't fucking know. Oh, Gosh, it's such a
0: misconception. Yeah. Um. Another one is you feel like you need to invest a lot of money to make investing work. And I think our example with compound interest just shows you how much a little bit can go a long way. Um, You know, even if you're just putting in $5 a month into a fund like we were just talking about, that is going to just collect some compound interest. Mm -hmm. And the point is just to start anywhere, literally anywhere and build, and especially as early as you can.
1: Yeah, literally. So at biggest takeaway right now, Is at the end of this episode, I don't care if you have one – dot, put one whole dollar in there. Yes. Because you have to start somewhere, and that somewhere could be a dollar, okay? Exactly. Anywhere is great. The next misconception is that a lot of people, I think, are afraid that if they put their money in the stock market and it crashes or takes a dip that they're going to lose all of their money. Mm -hmm. Like it's just going to disappear. And then, or maybe they they sell their stocks off really fast, like panic sell. Um, and actually, it's kind of the opposite. When when the stock market's low, it's a good time to put more cash into. That's the when I do accounts. it. Yeah, because I
0: just really trust that in the long haul, when I'm sixty, when I'm
1: going to retire, this is a long this game. This crash is not
0: going to be happening. So let me put some money in now while my
1: funds are cheap. I mean, even in the past couple years the stock market has it's been a it's been a wild <laughs> it's been a wild <laughs> been a wild ride. ride and it's fully crashed like several times and then you know, it it's always just, and then some days it just bounces back up. Exactly.
0: Know. Exactly. And and that's what we're saying that this is a long, a long haul situation. And that's another misconception is that investing is the short term deal. Yes, there are people who watch the stock market. That's their job or that's their profession. But that's not you. No. That that's is not the most you. People. You are not getting up the crack of john to go with China and all the ring you're not, the
1: fucking bell not, or whatever. I don't you know. You are not
0: doing that. <laughs> and we're gonna tell you what you're gonna do so that you can get started on your investment journey. But first, Natalie, we need to know, are you a candidate to invest? How do you know if you're a candidate?
1: Well, first of all. First of all. First of all, okay. Go back, listen to episode seven. On mm-hmm. saving versus investing accounts. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. you're going to finish seven. Seven times two is? Fourteen. Fourteen. You're going to go to episode 14. <laughs> and that's all about savings accounts.
0: Yes. You you have to know. Get that nice foundation. Yeah, get that foundation. Our savings account episode is really, really great. Mm-hmm. And second, before you start investing, Natalie, you have to already be investing.
1: I have no idea what the fuck. What do you mean?
0: (laughs) We mean that you should be contributing to your 401k, your 403b, your Roth IRA, or some type of retirement account. And one day we will do an episode on these retirement accounts, but they are forms of investing. So before you can do all this fund stuff that we're talking Mm -hmm. about, you have to already be investing in a retirement account because we think that's really important. Yes.
1: That's the foundational basis of Mm -hmm. it all is is their retirement account. Um, The third step is that you need to have no high interest debt. Mm -hmm. Now, let me just say for our listeners, that is not student debt. No. Because everybody and their mom is in student debt. It's a massive crisis. And that is not high interest debt. What high interest debt is mostly is credit card debt. So the stock market gives you about a nine, as I said before, a nine percent return on your money. But if you have credit card debt, you're getting charged around 18% a month in that annual percentage rate. Mm-hmm. So it just like it it doesn't make sense. It doesn't balance out. And high interest debt generally is acquired via a loan and it's like a four a four to six percent mm-hmm. interest rate. And so that's what makes it high because the average student loan interest rate is about 1.8%. Yeah. So if you've got debt around four point four to 6%, that's when you'd be like... We want you to prioritize paying
0: that off first before you start an investment account. Yes. And the last thing to know if you are a candidate to start investing is to really know your risk aversion and to pick the right fund for you. Are you someone who gets scared and wants to pull your money out when something bad happens? Are you someone who isn't afraid to get a little risky for potentially a higher return down the line? Figure out what risk level you're at so that when you go to pick a fund to put your money in, you kind of know what risk level you want
1: that fund to be at. Some are aggressive,
0: some are conservative. And so you can kind of decide how you want to play your money.
1: Yeah. And the tip that I got, so, you know, I thought maybe we should have my dad on here at some point. Yes. Because he is like, he is actually an expert in this stuff, but he also explains a lot. And you're just like, uh, yeah, uh, you mm-hmm. know, you know, very, very dad like. Yeah, but he one time said like, when you're young, when you're our age, twenty seven year olds here, go basically go big. So like, go, go very aggressive. Okay, risk it, risk it. Kind of when you're younger, and then uh, he says, as you get older, is when you start to get more conservative. Start moving your money into more conservative yes. funds. That makes so sense. It makes sense. So let's say we have all these. All four of those, check, 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 check. And so I'm ready. I'm like, I'm ready to start. Okay. What's next? What's the next step? Well,
0: the next step, Natalie, is you want to find an investment company that hits a few markers. One, check to see if there is an investment minimum. Sometimes they have like a 25 minimum um, to start an account or Mm. to invest in a certain fund. And if you don't have that type of money, that's not going to work for you. So make sure you're looking at what their investment minimums are. And then also check if there are transaction fees. Sometimes they do charge you to buy and sell stocks. And depending on your financial situation, you're going to want to be aware of that. So those are some things to look into for an investment company.
1: Yeah. And some that we have seen over and over and over, every single book we've read, yes. every website, mm-hmm. these are kind of the standards, and that is... Vanguard. Vanguard's usually the first one people go to, but that one does have a thousand dollar minimum to open an account. Okay. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The next one that we really
0: love is Schwab, which also has that thousand dollar minimum, but if you put a hundred
1: dollars a month then you don't have to pay it. And that's kind of a nice, actually, that's kind of nice because it like forces, forces you, you into to invest it a little bit every <laughs> yes. month. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, the third one is – and this is the one that I use uh, because it had a $0 <laughs> minimum to invest. And I actually really love it. And that's Fidelity. Fidelity is great. Fidelity's it's been around great. for a while. Yes. And it's very – I find it to be very user-friendly. However, I've never used any other mm. – I haven't used
0: Vanguard or Schwab. But I like Fidelity. Another company that I see a lot of my friends using is Robinhood. Mm. Um, okay. I don't know
1: about Robinhood.
0: Okay. Okay. Let me let me be devil's advocate one. It does encourage people to start investing because Robinhood is very attractive and it's for young people and it's like has a and fun an interface. App, yeah. yeah, it's an app, all that stuff. So I if you're investing, that's great. It's better than nothing. Here's the, here's you're trying the thing to make it sexy. They're making it very sexy, but here's the catch. They don't have mutual funds or bonds. And we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about why that is so important because again, what you're doing is picking individual stocks. And unless you're an expert and that is your profession, it's gonna be very hard for you to know when to pull out, when to pull in, when to buy, when to not. You're gonna be following
1: all these trends that you might not have the bandwidth for. And also, I think another thing that is a trend right now, when you do investing, consider yourself an old ass man, okay, <laughs> because I think a lot of people that I've seen like in, our, in the millennial and the Gen Z age group, is that you just, you kind of pick a brand that you're like, ooh, that's a cool brand. Like Tesla. You're like, ooh, yeah, Tesla's cool. I'm going to invest in Tesla. And it's like, it might not be the smartest thing, actually. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I, I do. Like, like, my- there's so many people that are like, I'm going to invest in Supreme. I'm going to invest in Nike. Like, just brands that they like. But... Sometimes that doesn't actually pan out. Yeah,
0: I would just say more – it's more so that individual stock picking because you're going to have to put a lot of money into one company and then no one to pull it out. Whereas mm-hmm. opposed as to what we're going to be recommending to go into these funds that have a combination of all these companies that you don't have to really worry about what one company does and the other one doesn't. It's just really uh, – a look at the whole market and you're investing in the market which mm-hmm. we find to be a smarter way and the best way to make your money so Robinhood, i was gonna say is a no-go for me
1: yeah i don't i, don't, I know it's yeah. a cool
0: little app yeah and i i did have it at one point but it just isn't the best for your financial future it might be fun now though
1: yeah but so let's
0: Natalie, let's talk about the index funds and these mutual funds yes. that we keep talking about and why we think this is the best way for people to start investing.
1: Yes, cuz I'm sure people are like, "Okay, what the fuck yeah, are Yeah, what are about? these fucking things? So, mutual funds. Right. Mutual funds Came first before index. They came first. They were the first. They walked among us first. (laughs) first. So basically, you combine your purchasing power with other investors to buy into a specific portfolio. And a portfolio, by the way, is a group of stocks or bonds that are bundled together. So Also, you don't know these people. So, like, if it's not like me and Natalie are going together, it's the other (laughs) investors. It's like, it's not like that. It's not like, you know, you have to find a partner. No, it's kind of like insurance. You know, it's like you all throw money in your pot and everybody uses it. So, basically, with mutual funds, you can have hundreds of stocks, but only make one. Purchase.
0: And that's what we were saying. The issue is with Robinhood and buying individual stocks is that you're buying one, but this is one purchase and you're buying yes. into a hundred companies, hundreds of companies. Yes. Maybe. So
1: you like put your money in for this one mutual fund, but in that mutual fund is like 50 companies, you know, or more, or, or more, hundreds. could be, could be hundreds, you know. So this allows you to diversify your money because you have all those different companies in there. So, like, if one tanks, Another one's probably doing well. You know what I mean? Yes. And the other thing is that you can have a mix of international and domestic stocks and bonds. Yeah. So that's it can what be kind like a,
0: diversifying means, right? It's not just in the domestic market. It can be yes. international companies, yes.
1: domestic companies. All kinds, all kinds of things. So you have a widespread you're casting a wide net with a mutual fund. Which is very smart. But the catch is mutual funds are professionally managed. So you are paying somebody a fee, basically, to manage it. Right. So it's not like you put your money in, sayonara. You put your money in, but then you also have to pay somebody a fee.
0: Right. And what this person is doing is essentially watching the market, again, pulling stocks out. What you would should be doing if you're buying individual stocks, right. pulling individual stocks out if they're not going to do well, making projections—that's what you're paying for, which is nice, but it is a fee. Right. And if you don't want to pay that fee, a great alternative and something that we love: index funds. Index funds. <laughs> <laughs> We're that was a lot. So dumb. That was a
1: lot. Okay. I fucking love index funds, though. Let's get into it.
0: So, <laughs> index funds—these are mutual funds but they're passively managed. So you're not paying someone to manage the fund like we said. Again, like a mutual fund, you're making one purchase into a portfolio that sometimes has hundreds of stocks in it. So you're diversifying your money, but you're not paying someone to do it for you. Natalie, do you know what is happening? Instead, the fund follows an index and buys shares to follow a specific market index. These are so
1: my brain is exploding.
0: Do you have me to explain (laughs) that a little bit? Yes. So basically there are like trends in the market, the stock market, or specific markets, more niche markets. And basically what your your index fund is gonna do is gonna automatically follow those trends. Okay. So you're kind of just Buying into the stock market and whatever the trends are for it. And there's not going to be a guy like sitting there and and calculating, but it is going to be following whatever the trend is. Right. Which is passively managed, but uh, again, you can always kind of rely on the stock market to return
1: 8 to 9%. Because again... It's a long game. It's a
0: long game. And these are our absolute favorite funds to invest in. Mm There is convenience, there is diversification, and there's no management fees. This is also Warren Buffett's advice to investors, who is literally like the richest person from investing (laughs) ever. He says to invest in
1: index funds It's the smartest things for investors to do. Yes, I have my money in an index fund. I, and I do a target date index fund because I set my target date as I think when I'm like sixty, whenever I want whenever I want to retire. And so it's gonna follow the trends basically until Until then. And I'm then you 60. can pull
0: that money out and go on your sweet little uh, retirement. Yeah.
1: My little retirement adventure, whatever that may be. Whatever that
0: is. Who knows yes. what you'll be
1: doing? Maybe you'll be in Italy. Who yeah. knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the last one we want to go into is ETFs. So these trade like a stock and are very similar to an index fund, but they don't allow you, they don't allow for automatic reinvestment. And can you explain what that means? I will
0: explain what automatic reinvestment is. So a lot of stocks give you dividends for uh, being uh, contributed to their stock. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's like $2 here and there, whatever. But what an index fund does is it takes that dividend and mm-hmm. it reinvests it into the stock so that you're putting more money in. It just keeps going. It keeps going in as opposed to you having to like cash out a dollar fifty or yeah. whatever it is yeah. you're getting back. And ETF doesn't allow you to do that. So that's why we like index funds so much because it does have that automatic reinvestment. I love an index and fund. And it just takes that little dividend you're getting and it puts it right back in. And so you're continuously investing.
1: Yes. You just get more bang for your buck with an index fund because you're not paying somebody to manage it you're getting the automatic reinvestment. And it's just really, it's honestly super easy. It's so great. Very easy.
0: When you finally choose the right index fund for you, we'll sit back and you watch your money grow. And a great way to do that is to set up automatic deposits to your mutual or index funds for every month. Natalie and I do this. And even like $10 a month, That's $10 that's going to now get compound interest. Yeah. Set up that automatic deposit and don't even think about it. Yes. Put it on auto.
1: Yes. And that really is the key, I think, is to have it on auto and let it sit there. Mm -hmm. And you really don't even have to look at it, to be honest. I like to every once in a while, but I I don't sit around every day looking at what's happening with my Fidelity accounts. I do not. So with that being said, also don't panic when it crashes. It's gonna crash. Yep. Okay? Cuz again, we're in this for the long. <laughs> we're in it, we're in this for the long haul. So we're at this for fucking 40 more years. Yeah. It's going <laughs> to crash. Um, and when it does, maybe even, you know, put a little more. Um, extra yeah. in. Just show that confidence. Like, I know this
0: is going to make gonna, money. It,
1: it always comes back.
0: Okay. Well, we hope that you guys feel more confident about investing, realize that it isn't so scary, and are empowered to maybe put your money in an index fund now.
1: Yes. Target Day Index Fund is my the name of my game. Very easy. Also, if you go on YouTube and you just like There's so many YouTubers. So many YouTubers. We'll link them in our show notes, our favorite YouTubers that we love. Yes, there's a few on there that have been really helpful for me because, like we've said, we're not experts. Mm, We're creative people. We've had to outsource into (laughs) books, YouTubers, et cetera. And that's how we've gotten to where we are. Yes. So if you have any questions, or maybe you want us to do a follow up episode, feel free to DM us, to email us, and to check out our website. Everything is at Am I Doing This Right Pod. And don't forget to rate and review and share with a friend.
0: Yes, it really helps our podcast grow. Yes. We're trying to grow out here. Okay, it's twenty twenty one. Yes, we're, we're trying to around. grow. We're trying to
1: help people, and we want more young people people, yes. especially young women, to be investing. Yes, please. Yes, invest in your future.
0: Okay, now let's circle back on this wine yeah. that we've been drinking, this Be Human Merlot that kind of gave us a little a little tingle when we, yeah, I was like, woof, woof. well, who's our hottie of the week? Oh, wait. <gasps>
1: oh, my God. Finally. finally. Okay, Kindly. so as you guys know, Corinne and I can never, ever, nope. it takes us a while to finally land on the hottie. So, we have like running lists in our phone because you know it's never going to be straight off the bat. Corinne has had one I've person. I've only had one person. She's in my had iPhone. one person. So, I get shut down every <laughs> single time with like five suggestions because she has the one <laughs> suggestion. And we've always said this has to be the hottie for the investment episode. Yes. Because it's a very obvious choice. Maybe not to everybody, Maybe but people might not know this. Ashton Kutcher is yeah. a very high level investor. He's
0: a venture capitalist. Yes. He's invested in a lot of companies. He also makes really smart choices about conscious companies. Mm -hmm. He's also like, the reason he doesn't act anymore is because this man has made so much fucking money investing. Yes. In so many companies.
1: I would love to have Ashton Kutcher. I know. Ashton, you're welcome here. You're listening to this. We've never had a man on the show, but we're open to it. I would love to have (laughs) Ashton on, and he is our hottie. He is our hottie, so we're rating this Be Human Merlot. One, two. Ashton Kutcher. So Ashton is very yeah. attractive. Very attractive. Very handsome. Very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Funny. Mm. I would say he's probably very strong. I don't he's know that. He's also a family man. He's kind of got it all. He's <laughs> really got it all. So that's tough to put this up against. I know. you don't like Merlot too. I don't love Merlots. This one. I'll, well, I can give you my rating. Yeah, give me your rating. This, I would give it a seven. I was going to give it. Let me take one more sip. I'll give it a Six. Six and a half. So we're going to give it a six and a half, which is honestly pretty good considering Ashton Kutcher's a fucking 19. Yeah. <laughs> considering all he's got going on.
0: Okay, so it's six, six point, and a half. Six point five out of Ashton Kutcher, the Be Human Merlot, linked in the show notes if you want to try it and judge for yourself. Yeah. So, this is the part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game, and this week we're playing Would You
1: Rather. Would you rather. Would you was this the first game we ever played? Yes, it was the first game wow. we ever played. Here we are. Here we are. Yeah. However many episodes later. <laughs> I know, right? I don't really have Who no idea. Who knows how many?
0: <laughs> do you want me to go? Yeah, you go. Okay. This is a very, very typical one, but I was on the spot, and I, and I forgot to do this. Um, <laughs> okay. Would you rather die by fire being burned? Or drowned. or drowned.
1: This is so funny because I feel like we're always very much on the same wavelength. Yeah. Because mine is also about death. <gasps> scary. <Isn't that> scary? <laughs> okay, would I rather die? God, this is the worst. <sighs> They're both horrific. They're both the worst <laughs> ways you could possibly go. I'm going to say drowning. Hmm, interesting. And the only reason I say that is because I've heard, I don't know how anybody would know this. Right but i've heard that it's almost like you kind of just pass out i don't know i watched this uh I mean, drowning scene in
0: Poseidon ones and the girl <laughs> like goes <gasps> and she she's like well yes, you're gulping water cuz your your body eventually your lungs fill up with water yes. that seems painful to me
1: i think it's a very painful <laughs> few seconds right. but then you just sort of pat like you just sort of pass out mm-hmm. and then die mm-hmm, okay god i don't know <laughs> like, i think a fire would be but the crazy thing is i'm thinking what would be less dramatic and i'm like it doesn't matter. i'm going to die. <laughs> but a fire is just like horrible, yeah. It's horrible. And being a, I think living in California, we all have had real bad yeah. fire trauma, yeah, so that's I just, very true. Ugh. But actually, I was driving over here and I was like, What's my would you rather gonna be? And mine was also about death, which <laughs> was like – I know I thought this is dark, but would you rather okay know how you were gonna die oh, or well. when you were gonna die? Okay,
0: but here here's here's what I'm thinking. If I know when, I can kind of guess how. Because if it's if it's like I'm going to be 95, I'm like, all okay, right, well, I'll probably yeah. be whatever. But if it's like I'm 40, then I'm like, oh
1: shit. Like what ha- yeah, something what happens? Yeah. Is it an accident? Do you get in ca- illness
0: I would like to know when I would like to know when because I think how and not knowing when if I knew what that thing was I'm gonna be if it's a car crash I'm gonna that's get scared every true. time I get in the car if I get if it's cancer or you'll just never leave your house right I'll I'll if I cough I'm gonna be like that's the cancer like I think that you already be, do that right I already <laughs> live that way so yeah. I'm gonna go with when and yeah. just being at peace with the day right you're like oh today's the day oh
1: Wow. Could you imagine? imagine Okay.
0: Imagine if you weren't sick and you were like, and you were just like, oh, today's the day, but nothing's happening. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, how does it end? (laughs) That would be scary. That would be a good movie. (gasps) But you know what, you know what the the, the twist could be is that when people know the day they're going to die, they just kill themselves because they don't, they're so scared of what it is. (gasps) <gasps> but what if it's like God comes down and like walks you up, but you didn't know? But you never knew because you were just like, Whatever's coming, I don't
1: want to know. It's
0: gonna be like so horrible, but maybe it's not. Did we just write a movie on the <gasps> podcast? Wow.
1: Whoa. If this movie ever comes out, uh you know you heard it here first. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Wow, what if we all knew what day we were gonna die? Has that already come out? <laughs> Is that already a movie? Maybe we're maybe we're plagiarizing somebody else. Maybe. But, oh gosh! You know, okay. I was thinking though, I would have chosen the same thing.
0: Right, I think so. Yeah. Well,
1: off that dark note, really we hope dark. you guys yeah. are investing
0: that money yes. so that uh, you guys can coolly get that cash money retire. so you can get
1: on your <laughs> get on your cruise ship with your grandkids.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Am I Doing This Right? We'll be back next week with another episode. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>